Yeah, did you say something about recording a Frithcast? Yeah, let's do that. That's a good idea. Music goes here? Um, we could put some music in. Do you want to put some music in? Let's do that. Let's put some music in. sounds like that. It never has sounded like that. I don't know why I always do it like that. That's 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 the piece of music we nicked. We didn't nick. Well, we didn't nick it exactly. It's available, you know. Yeah. Just saying, Creative you know, Commons license. Creative I'm just saying it wasn't us that did it, you know. We didn't commission it. It's not unique to us. It's a very nice piece, actually. It goes on. It did, did I mention this? I, I think did. I might have mentioned this on a previous episode. Yeah, it goes episode. on. Yeah, it, right. goes on. Yeah. yeah. It does. Yeah. A bit like us. On and on and on, ad infinitum. And, and on their backs to bite them. And on their backs to bite them. Uh, yeah. Until everybody gets bored and goes home. But. Because we've sailed around the Isle of Wight. Till everyone gets dizzy. Yeah. Yes. God, we're going to have to put some serious references in this time, aren't no, we? No, we're not. They know us well enough to know. Okay, well, before we've sailed around and around the Isle of Wight till everyone gets dizzy and everybody get wants to go home, um, why don't you tell the lovely listeners... Or should we say hello first? We might try saying hello first. Hello, lovely listeners. Hello, lovely listeners. Um, I'm Kate. I'm the not very important one. That, <gasps> How very dare you? That... <laughs> what?! That over there. Uh uh-uh. uh. That's Suzanne. That's Earl. You're pointing the wrong way. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. I've got less feathers. Oh yes. My hair's I longer. Keep, I keep. I keep making mental notes and forgetting. Right. Okay. The one over there without so many feathers. Yeah. That's Suzanne. She's a heathen with a head full of stuff. I am. And this is Kate, who is a coffee-powered druid. Sort of. Sort of. Yeah. Although I haven't had that much coffee today. Really? Really. Not as much as normal. Oh, wow. I'm saving it for later. I've been having, like, sugar. Just saying. Might have had a little bit. There it is. Okay, that explains a lot. I've... I have to... You have to take a run at a Sunday. I'm not running anywhere on a Sunday. You need am, like, lounging on a Sunday. I don't mean a run, run, physical run. I mean a... I mean because that ain't happening. I mean a a hypothetical run. You need to hypothetically run at it, so you need very not hypothetical sugar. Uh Very literal sugar. You get to the snacks on the top shelf again. There aren't any snacks on the top shelf. Not anymore. Okay, fine. What would you like to talk about today? <laughs> it's not my fault. Welcome to Frithcast. 
episode 165, and I really, really hope you are definitely immune to this utter nonsense. 165. Right now. Uh, okay, yeah. so that's. Hang on. Right. <clears throat> that's C L X V V C L X V. I'm gonna have to look that up and see if I got it right. I'm very bad. I can what never. What were you spelling? You've got no vowels in it. Numbers. You were spelling numbers. They were numbers. Spelling numbers. You've still got no vowels. C for a hundred. Oh, those kind of numbers. L for fifty. Yeah. And I always get that confused <laughs> with D, which I think is five hundred. So, C for a hundred. L for fifty. X for an extra for 10. an extra ten. <laughs> yeah. And then V for five. Huh. C L X V. One hundred and sixty-five. Still say you need some vowels. I don't think you get vowels until you get down to the number one. Really? And then you get an I. Oh, that's good. And you can have up to three of them. Because after that you get five minus one. Yeah. Huh. Although on some clock faces you'll often find it written with four I's. I, 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 I. Instead of I, V. It's only because, I think it's something to do with because it's upside down by then, it's not so that you don't confuse it with six. Or something like that, I don't know. Can't confuse it with six. She's got a killer red dress. She really did have some style, didn't she? Oof. Those legs went, like, on for years. They were... Yeah. She, um... Mind you, it'd be... The question would be, who do you most want in your head? Do you want mm. six in your head? Do you want <clears throat> Baltar in your head? Hmm. Can they both get to live in there rent-free? It'd be nice, wouldn't it? Hmm. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Mm. Mm. Anyway, back in the realm of um, uh, doing serious podcasting. Um, We've never been <laughs> All that was was basically just me uh, getting distracted by the fact that it's episode 165. It is. And Ta-da! welcome, therefore, welcome. to episode 165 of Frithcast. All you lovely listeners, settle in, squidge up. Warm your, knees, Warm your knees, grab a drink, get some snacks. Marshmallows are available. Yeah. Um, and biscuits. And biscuits. <clears throat> and uh, if you want to do that thing that um, Americans do, where they get marshmallows and they do things with biscuits, only they're not biscuits, are they? What are they? Like wafer thing. I don't know what they are. You get the marshmallow and you kind of squash it. You squash it. Yeah, you squash it. I don't know. It's a thing that they do. And then you eat the squashed marshmallow. Okay. It's a thing. All right. All right. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, so welcome aboard. Um, this is the virtual campfire. We're very happy to have you here. Um, welcome um, to any who anybody who is joining us for the first time. You are. Oh, wow. You are. You are welcome. You have survived um, that introduction. You'll be fine. Yeah, if you're assuming you're still here. Um, and anybody who is more familiar with us and who left before we even got started, because <laughs> you're used to all this stuff by now and you know what's coming. Welcome to you too, wherever you now are, and we hope you're enjoying yourself. Um, this is Frithcast. We are your, your hosts. 
this is Suzanne, who I've already introduced. Yeah. I'm Kate, who she's already introduced. Yeah. Let's get on with it. What are we talking about? Boats. Boats. Yes. Of course we are. What and kind of boats? The ones in Estonia. Estonian boats. Yeah. Well, no. Technically, Swedish boats in Estonia. Swedish. Right. You're going to have to step back a little bit. Okay. If I go all the way back here. Um, shout. Does that help? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just, just go into like reverse, half reverse speed mm. for a bit. Okay. If you go a few boat lengths back. Yeah. Then drop anchor, and then explain to me where the hell we are. We're in Estonia. Why are the Swedish boats in Estonia? Is, 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 do they have an not, alliance? We're we're in an island off the coast of Estonia. Yes, they do have an alliance. I think at this point. I don't know. Sorry. Say that again. We're technically we're on an island off the coast of Estonia. An island off the coast, right? And there are two boats mm-hmm. and possibly a third one. We haven't figured it out yet. Schrodinger's boat. It is both yes. there and not there. It is both there and not there. Okay. They think it probably is there, but we haven't technically figured it out yet. But we know there's two. That's like Planet <laughs> X, isn't it? Or Planet Nine, as they call it now, because they insist that we only have eight planets. Is that like Doctor X building a creature or am I completely wrong? No. Very much like that. Good. Except completely different. Um, planet Nine. Something. Pluto is a planet. And I'm, I'll argue anybody who says otherwise. Um, you will. This is the hill you are going to. Probably. Yeah. 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 Um, this is the planetary body you are choosing to fight anybody on that says otherwise jelly beans at dawn. That's right. Basically, what they call Planet Nine. Is a, um, a, a a large mass body which is out beyond the orbit of Pluto somewhere, which we have never detected, except that they believe that the effect it's having on other bodies gravitationally indicates that it's there. So it's like they... It's a ninja planet. It's a ninja planet. It's sneaking around out there in the dark. Nobody can see it. It's not giving out any energy, so we can't... We haven't dete- actually directly detected it but we can see what it's doing to the orbits of other things now there are a couple of other possible explanations for the orbital anomalies but the the one that is sort of probably most uh favored tends to be that there's another planet out there a biggie beyond the beyond, one we don't class as a planet beyond pluto <laughs> but we haven't actually found it yet but it's it's like i say it's probably now i'm guessing that the boats you're referring to mm-hmm. We don't. We're not presuming that there's a third one because of the gravitational effect that we're observing on the other two. No. Would you like to explain how and why you believe there's a third boat when we haven't found a third boat? They. Okay. So let's rewind a little bit. Okay. We're going to go into the territory of archaeology. Right. And these are archaeological excavations that they know for certain they've found two of them because they've dug them up. Okay. They've found the third one. On geophysical survey, which ah. is why they're probably sure there is a third one, but they can't be absolutely certain until they dig it up. Okay, <clears throat> that makes sense. So that's why there may or may not be a third one. It may just happenstance <clears throat> be a shed load of other random anomalies that is causing the same two-dimensional pattern of a three-dimensional scan mm-hmm. onto the the image that somebody is then looking at and saying yes that's a boat probably okay it could just be a shed load of things lining up in that kind of shape that is making them think it is Mm. but it might not be and can't tell till they excavate it so why i mean obviously 
stuff is interesting. You know, yes. um, stuff is always interesting. But why are we, as Frithcast, particularly interested in these boats? Well, these two boats, island off Estonia, they're on the island itself. Okay. They are two ship burials, but they're not kind of like ship burials we've seen before. Now, they are dated from around 650 to 700 AD. So this is before our known start date of the Viking Age, 793 in the UK, yep. when Lindisfarne gets a knock on the door and it's a viking -ogram. Indeed, yeah. yes. <laughs> so this is like a hundred years before we kind of figured they were doing stuff. Yeah. There's a whole load of evidence here that says they were already doing stuff. But in Estonia. So they... The TLDR oh, what is now Estonia. basically says that we're going to have to go away and rethink some stuff, and these are for why. Okay. So we have two boats, and they're fairly hefty sizes. All right. One of which is 17 metres long. That's... The other is 11 and a half metres long. That's respectable. So these are known as Salme uh, 1 for the smaller one and Salme 2 for the bigger one. Okay. Hence the, the order that they are excavated. Mm. Salme 1 is the little one. Salme 2 is the really, really big one. I've got no details on potential sizes of Salme 3. Okay. And, I mean, one of the, one of the, one of the problems of... I mean, it's not a problem, but, you know, one of the difficulties... It's not even a difficulty. One of the things about... Talking things, it's okay. About the Vikings, as I understand them, is that they didn't have... Uh, the concept of a warship as such they had they didn't have a, dis a clear distinction between a, a, a ship that they built to do hostile violent things with and a ship they built to do trade with because they both did they did both of those in for the most part in all their ships yeah they didn't have it's true they didn't have a distinct class of military ships but mm. some ships are fair more tug sized than others some of them have got a shallower draft they're meant for very specific purposes but they don't have a distinct class of military ship mm. so we can't necessarily know whether these were there because they were trying to invade the place or because they were trying to trade with the place and lo you hit the rivet right on its head <clears throat> did i yeah so the smaller one of the two is the wood, they've looked at the wood that is there and they're very, very thin clinker built. So that's where you have the boards that are the making up the side of the ship are overlapping and they're riveted through two boards at a time. Okay. So they've got the lines of rivets. They haven't got a lot of the timber because yeah. reasons. Because, well, the timber's made of wood and wood doesn't Yeah, they've got some of terribly it, well. but not a lot. Mm. They've got some of the original... Um, they know where the, the rivets were so they can pick the shape out. Timber's made of wood, you absolute <laughs> clown. Love you. <laughs> Do you need a minute? <laughs> Timber's made of wood. I mean, you are not wrong. Oh, you... Carry on, sorry. Okay, so <laughs> these boards are very thin. Yeah. So it's very light, it's very fast, and it's a very narrow draft so it's very very maneuverable and it's very light very fast mm. there's a lot of human remains that they found on these two ships all right okay so 
the larger one, the 17-metre ship, Salme 2, mm-hmm. has, oh, let me think, 36 skeletons in four distinct layers through the ship. Holy broccoli! Mm, yeah. The smaller one has everybody else. So six or seven men in the smaller one. So, okay. <clears throat> so this thing... You see, the one thing I didn't think to, to ask was... I mean, there are lots of things I haven't thought to ask. But the first thing that came to me is, all right, okay, two ships, both alike in dignity. No, two... And fair Estonia, we set our tail. <laughs> two ships. Can we... Like, my first thought was, okay, what were they used for? Yeah. Were they... Attacky ships, were they tradey ships? We're Whatever. still not sure. We about don't that know. One. But yeah. the one thing I didn't think was, were they burial ships? Yeah, kind of, but so, also kind of not, because there's a lot of people in these ships. I was going to say, how do, how do you end up with 36. Are they, where exactly? You said they were on the island. Yeah. Was the island always there? I mean, yeah. How do you get 36 people dead on a ship on land? Well. Yeah. I mean, I could understand it if they were on the ship and it sank. Like, you know, you get like the Mary Rose or whatever that other one was. The fr- was it the French? Was it a French one, Spanish one? I can't remember. Anyway, there was another one that was very similar. Had a similar story where they built it like With top. All the sli- shiny cannon ports on it. They built it slightly <laughs> top heavy, and when it healed over in a in a turn, the it- water all fell. It all came in through the gun ports, and it sank. Mm-hmm. Now I can understand that would have taken a matter of a few minutes, and I can understand. Finding that full of dead dudes. But there's no cannon ports on a Viking There's no cannon ports on a Viking. And that ship was at sea. I mean, yeah, all right, the Mary Rose might have only been in the channel, but it was at sea. Technically, at little sea. It wasn't sitting on on an island, is what I'm saying. How do you get 36 dead guys on a boat? Yeah, unless the raiding party has pulled the boat up onto the island gone raiding and everybody's just gone I think not Sonny Jim blattered them all and just thrown them back inside their own boat. I'm sorry this has become a right mystery for me this <laughs> what position are the bodies in? Um, mostly messy basically They're kind all, of all over the place. They're all over the place and the difficulty is that for part of it um, when they were laying an electric cable previously they've gone through the end of the boat Okay. so they've dug a channel for the electric cable through the end of it i had to recalibrate my head slightly because initially it was like when the vikings were initially laying an electric cable yeah no. on this but why would they no <laughs> no okay so when that channel was dug it disturbed the remainder of the remains that were inside and they've slid down into the oh no which basically means your context is narnered yeah yeah so they've got 36 Give or take, they think they've got 36 different individuals on the larger ship of the two. Yeah. Um, the rest of them are in the smaller ship. Six people. Mm-hmm. Six or seven. Six yeah, or seven give people. Or take. Okay. Now, they've done <clears throat> kind of... There's a particular technique that I will simplify by saying it's basically GPS for teeth. Okay. Because your teeth build up layers of minerals and fluorides and enamels that reflect the mineral content of the water where you grow up yes so after you get your adult set of teeth up to when you're a teenager 
you're laying down layers of enamel which holds the mineral content of okay. the water. It's the same minerals that are then used to build your teeth. So it's a very distinctive mineral profile. Like a signature. Yeah. So they can track where these teeth signatures come from, from around the world at that time of the world. Isn't that what they did with the guy that they found at Stonehenge? It was like there was... Oh, the Avery Archer. The Archer, yeah. yes. There was like, there's nothing... I seem to recall, I think it was you who told me, that there's, there's very little archaeological... Yeah. At Stonehenge, there is. there's no, you know, people say, oh, was it a trading space? And it's like, well, there's no indication of any anything being left there. Yeah, there's nothing there. There's no battle remains. There's no trading it's not a burial remains. ground. It's not a living space. You there's know, like, nothing. What are we using this for? But we have this guy who was found nearby. Avery Archer, yeah. And he's, we, he's considered he's to be an archer, archer because he has arrows with him. Am I right? Yeah, I think he's got arrowheads. <clears throat> I, I might have to go check We might have to look this up, business. but I do remember reading that that was one of the ways they'd worked out that he wasn't local. He hadn't come from that site. He'd come from, like, miles away teeth. because of his teeth and the, yeah. and the chemical signatures on his teeth. Yeah, so the mineral signatures, the minerals that are in the water that are the, the waters that you drink consistently when you're growing up are the same mineral signatures that end up forming the layers of enamel on your teeth. Makes sense. Which basically means they could track that all of these men in these boats were all from around Sweden. Okay. They're not from Estonia. They're not local. They're all from elsewhere. And the wood that the boat is built from is also able to be tracked to Sweden. Also from Sweden. Yeah. Okay. So, were they in the habit... Of, I mean, I assume they would be to some extent if they went on an expedition somewhere, be it for violence or for commerce or whatever. I assume they would tend to use their boat as a kind of base while they were there. Possibly, or build a temporary campsite, or. Well, this is the thing. I'm trying to work. Out, I'm still trying to work out why there are 36 people on well, board a boat that's that's not at sea. There's 36 on one boat. Yeah, well, everybody right. else is on the other one. So they've done. The other thing they've done is DNA analysis. Okay. And they know that four of the skeletons are close enough DNA-wise to be brothers. Oh, wow. Okay. So there's four brothers. And then one of the older skeletons is either an older cousin or an uncle because they share, like, a good proportion of the same DNA. So this is, oh, like, wow. the whole men from one it's specific whole fam family. whole family, yeah. Well, whole... Have gone to do whatever they've done. Yeah, yeah. The other thing that you've got on there as well is that you have the remains of six dogs. Okay. Who have been ritually butchered because they've got the butchery marks on the bones, ritually slaughtered. I wasn't aware that they ritually slaughtered dogs. They don't. Um, but if... There's a novel in this. <laughs> the other thing that they found was the remains of two hawks. This is like the bloody... Dyatlov Pass thing. This is kind of I... like Dyatlov Pass, but Viking Viking Love Pass. I'm 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 rushing ahead. It may be that there's a completely well-known archaeological. <laughs> I may have jumped ahead to, to to the assumption that we don't know what happened to these people, and it may be that we do. Do we do we know what happened to these people? Not a clue. So, because this is this has got this has got to me. This has okay. This uh, this is. I haven't given you the rest of the information yet, but go ahead. This is jangling me. Go, All right, go, give me jangle. the rest of the information. Okay, so they've got... We've got hawks now. 
two hawks. Two hawks. Six dogs. Six ritually slaughtered dogs. Well, six dogs that have been deliberately killed. Fine. Because they've got the buttery marks on the bones. All right, fine. There's a, these, these dogs are not dying of old age, and they've clearly been brought uh, and buried with that contingent of men. Yeah, okay. 42 skeletons, give or take a bone or two. Of what? Of people. Of people. <clears throat> oh, yeah. the 36 plus the... Yeah, plus, okay. plus a handful. Yeah, yeah. You've also got remains of weapons. Right. So you have 40 different pieces of swords. Yeah. And the majority of these show deliberate damage. So they're either bent or they've been snapped or they've been damaged in some way. <clears throat> Do you mean <clears throat> damage consistent with battle? No, damage... They've been after that literally point. damaged. Yeah. Right. Which is quite common. It is, to yes. Have, to have swords folded and snapped and twisted is yes. quite a common you, thing. You make the sword <laughs> unusable because it, it needs to be with that person. It can be one way of looking at it. Right. Or you make it unusable so that nobody else can pick it up and kill with it. Yeah, well, fair enough. Practical. Okay. The other thing that they found there are hundreds of gaming pieces. Like, you know, taffle gaming pieces. Yeah. So you have little pieces and king pieces. They found um, loads and loads of those. They found six dice on the site. They also found other personal items. So things like combs and one skeleton is in the middle of all of this lot and he has a king piece in his mouth oh this is just i know it's fabulous isn't it it's like ooh wee, wee, this is some wee, this is some cthulhu wee. shit going on here <laughs> this is proper lovecraft <laughs> this is not proper lovecraft so there is a theory that because they've got hawks and hounds with them yeah that this is a medieval diplomats party. Okay. That they brought gaming pieces because gaming pieces, we know that they turn up in the graves of the quite wealthy, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So these guys know they're going to be on a boat for quite a while, Sweden to Estonia. They've all brought their gaming pieces so they can get a couple of games in. They've brought their hawks and hounds because that's showing status and they're there on a diplomatic Okay. Mission of some description. Would the hawks, would the hawks and hounds? I mean, I would normally associate them with hunting. Yeah, yeah. So you you're looking at it as like another pastime for those who have got time to pass in the, that the way. The free time, yeah. The free the, time the ones who to aren't learn. actually dealing with the management of the ship and yeah. So you've like got them. people who can do hawking and hunting and and learn taffles games of strategy and mm. yes related to war but related to war in a very specific way okay so there is the theory that they are it's a diplomatic party yeah of 40 odd people um going to estonia for i don't know to create a new <coughs> trade route to propose a uh a, a new deal of some kind an alliance yeah. And for some reason, that party doesn't go back. The whole lot of them end up dying and they don't go back. Mm. There is, yeah, as usual, there's the theory that they're a raiding party. Yeah. You know, 40 men, one bigger ship, one smaller ship. Entirely possible. Yeah. 
But then again, yes, gaming pieces and boards are associated with strategists. Yeah, you find them at Repton, which is one of the great heathen army overwintering we got sites. Them at, got them at Repton, <laughs> and they're one of the they're one of the big um, uh, factors in the um, BJ five eight one. Yeah, find. there's a set in BJ five eight one because one of the one of the, the the stumbling blocks with the identification of the body as that of a woman is that there were gaming pieces in there yeah. which marks her out <laughs> as a or marks the the grave out as that of a. Um, Somebody of some high-ranking strategy, military, yeah, prowess, prowess, yeah, um, and that's one of the, the the things why that people are saying, well, it can't be her stuff because, yeah, you know, obviously you wouldn't have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so but so if the, but if, if they were going <clears throat> raiding, yeah, they wouldn't take all that stuff with them. They they that's stuff for practicing in the in the the, the, the cold winter nights back at home. It's not for you don't you don't take a a, a board game with you. When you're well, going out, the the great heathen army was is they're, they're overwintering sites are tagged by gaming pieces. Yeah, but they kind of settled at that <clears> point, weights. haven't they? They they weren't really they were kind of temporary encampments just for a winter and mm. then they'd move on. Mm. So maybe they were doing the same here. Maybe 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 they were coming back from something. Yeah. If they're trading and not raiding. Mm-hmm. Then all trace of trade goods has gone, but then again, the people what done the stabby stabby might have just gone choink. We'll have that. What if they were trading gaming boards and pieces? Yeah, could have been that too. What if they were selling <clears throat> taffle sets? Yeah, it's just come get your good quality taffle sets. Yeah, yeah, from authentic, authentic Scandinavian. Yeah. So there is a good sprinkling of gaming pieces all the way through this whole mess of. 30 odd people in four mostly distinctive layers through the ship. Okay. Um, but there are some individuals that have clearly had a whole collection of gaming pieces on them, on their person, oh, right. because they found very close to the skeleton in a very close space. So I think it's skeleton 11, somewhere near the bottom, had a full set of pieces either on him or buried with him or whatever. Okay. So yeah, it's this kind of. It's a mad, mad sight that is causing people very slowly to have to rethink when the beginning of the Viking Age is. Yeah. Because these <clears throat> items that we find here are so very typical of what happens later on. Yeah. So it's like, okay, this isn't even like the prototype of what's happening. This well, isn't the first, you know, the first little foray into. This is already showing lots of the hallmarks of... But what this, they do later on. But this raises a question, doesn't it? <clears throat> what is the Viking Age? I mean, as a kid, like everyone else, I grew up believing that these people were called the Vikings. They had horns on their hats and they went round doing raidy things and, 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 and what have you. I mean, obviously, I've now... I like to think I know a little bit more than that nowadays. But <laughs> you still have this... Thing, even if you think of Viking as the activity... <clears throat> yeah. Which is broadly, as I understand it, to 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 be uh, more accurately thought of. If you think Viking as the activity, is the Viking Age the period when they were doing this, or is it the period at which it most affected the UK? Yeah, it's it's very UK centric, isn't it? it? Well, yeah, seven nine three. I mean, I say the UK, Britain, England, mm. whatever. England, Scotland, the 
the Northern Isles, you know, all the places that were... But I'm talking about what is now the UK. We sort of look at history from the point of view of, yeah, but how does it affect us, you know? Yeah, so it's, it's very different now that we've got something in Estonia that's 100 years before it affected us. Yeah. Affecting them. So does this materially change something, some objective historical thing called the Viking Age, or does it just make us think, oh, actually, they were still doing this thing before yeah. they got to us? and. Yeah. You know, it was they only the... practiced the thing that they were going to do to us yeah. earlier on in Estonia. And we only call it that. We only call it the Viking Age because that was, that was the point where we noticed. We noticed them happening because and they happened they to us. They noticed us noticing them. And we, they, noticed, they noticed that we noticed them. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we noticed them happening because they happened to us. Yeah. Oh, right. The, the whole <clears throat> world has changed now. There's a new yeah. historical era has begun because ah! now there are these people who... Yeah. So the last little piece for this is, um, do you remember a guy called Snorri Sturluson? I've heard of him. Yeah. So a whole writing thing going on. Yes. Snorri, Snorri, Snorri's cousin, I think he's represented as <laughs> in the disc world, isn't he? <laughs> Probably. So Something along those lines, anyway. He writes in Yinglinger Saga, which is the saga of kings. And he writes in there about... Uh, a Swedish king called King Yingavartara, who dies in Estonia around the 7th century. Oh. oh. Is this one of those situations? I uh, define those situations. Well, like the woman, I, th I think we talked about her a few episodes ago, where there was a woman and another woman. Two Oseberg. women. Two women, you might say. Oseberg. Um, and hadn't they died? But there was some. There was some account in the in the saga of these two particular people. Am I thinking of the right people? No, you're thinking of a mother and her son. A mother and her son. Uh, yeah, and she's <clears throat> she's killed because she's got stones all over her. And that's right. Yes, yeah. that was burials it. with rocks in. Burials with rocks. Yeah. And that was that. So this is like this sounds like a similar thing where it's like mm. you have you have this evidence and oh, lo and behold, there's a bit in the Stargar that Stargar at the Stargar in the Stargar that covers this. The Stargar Wars. The Stargar Wars. <laughs> anyway, moving yeah. on. Um, <laughs> so we don't. I mean, you've got the the body that is central to the big mass grave, is mm. placed aligned to the boat in the centre of the boat, and he's also placed with the king piece in his mouth. He's a prominent bod, isn't he? Well, he's looking that way. Yeah. But again, you know, archaeologists are still doing their thing, and they're still doing their analysis thing. This thing, this is only a few years old. It will probably take a while before it's out in the literature and even longer for those literature papers to be open access. Not to get to CSI Estonia about mm -hmm. all this, but what state are the bodies in? Dead, I know. Yeah, very. Decomposed, scattered about the place. Pretty much. But what I mean is... They're just bones. Did they die of... Did they die of... of, of uh, Stabby stabbiness or bad water? Did they die of Estonians? <laughs> or did... <laughs> You know what I mean. I was there a battle? I were they know. were they set upon by the by the, I, the, the the local residents and done done away with? Do you know? I don't know. Or like you say, was it a, <clears throat> was it like a plague thing? Was it a? 
and that's why they killed all the animals that came with them because they didn't want it to spread. Oh, I hadn't gone there, but yeah. yeah. So. Oh my. It was the thing, wasn't it? Oh, oh my, they killed each other because they were all convinced that each other was the thing. And they, and they had to kill the dogs because it could have been one of the, because like the end of the film, not to spoil the thing, everyone. But I'm going to spoil the thing, I think. No, actually, it's the beginning of the thing, isn't it's it? the beginning of the thing. The dog, the dog turns up. Yeah. And they take it in and they don't realise that it's yeah. the... Because the Norwegian <gasps> team are trying to kill it and they're going, why are you trying to kill it? It's a dog. And that was Norwegians. It was. Who are not the Swedes no, or the Estonians. they're not. And so are not as relevant as my tone of voice might suggest that they are. Well done. Be. But I think you've cracked it. That escalated quickly. It did. I it think did. I think you've cracked it. I didn't I, crack any of this. You, you're I off. think you, you've gone with this. I thing. think what happened is that like one dude died, right? One dude died, and they did the whole. Oh, we're, we're going to have to preserve his his magnificent chiefly body. Yeah. Right. To take him back. To Sweden when we when we go back we'll go back in a minute but we've just got to finish this bit of diplomatic jiggery pokery that we're doing uh-huh. right uh, so they do the thing with the, the 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 little king piece in the mouth yeah so we can give it to Caron and get across the river Acheron no all the sticks uh uh-uh. that's gonna have to be an IOU is that that's not them is it that's no. somebody else yeah okay anyway point is they a do little all the runic IOU yeah they do yeah. all the burying <clears throat> but then then it turns out that actually what killed him was like the eldritch horror from beyond the dawn of time, right? Which could be anyone. You can't trust anyone. So they're all like, yeah, but you know, you don't normally, you don't normally wash your, you don't normally clean your teeth with that hand. You normally use the other hand. Therefore you're a monster. Stabby, stabby. Mm-hmm. And then somebody else saw somebody do that and said, you're clearly the monster because only the monster would be so like unreasonable as to do that. Stabby, stabby. And that's what happened. Wow. I mean, or... Or possibly they could just... No, no, I just I just need a minute. I don't... <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't mock. These are actually... I shouldn't, I shouldn't be... Um, I shouldn't be flippant. These are actually actual people. They are actually actual who people. Who had an actual... They are actual, actually dead people. Who had actual <laughs> lives, and those lives came to an end on a boat for some reason. In Estonia. In Estonia. Well, off an island off Estonia. Yeah. yeah. And I'm intrigued as to why, but let's face it, it probably yeah, wasn't. You, me and everybody else. Yeah, so, well. <laughs> yeah, this, this site is, it's not very old. It's probably going to take a little while before details start showing up mm. in uh, anything beyond the original news articles. Um, but I will be watching out for the research to see what other kind of, especially especially the, the bone work. Yeah. Um, but because they've got like the shape of the ship, they've got the position of the rivets, we should be able to see the position of one ship to the second, mm-hmm. the potential of, for that third ship as well and what that's got in it Okay. and how big that is. Because if it's bigger than these two and it's got no burials in it, that is a very different kind of thing. If it's bigger than these two and has got the other half of the crew in it, yeah. Like the other forty odd people are in the really big ones. <coughs> wow, that's different again. Yeah, yeah. If if that one's just got one person buried in it, I mean, the you've got so many possibilities here that tell us how they were treating these people after death. Mm-hmm. So hey, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, let's leave you with a mystery that Kate solved. Yeah. <laughs> if you think 
You can solve it in an entirely different way. Perhaps a more respectful way. <laughs> I mean, it's always possible. You're very welcome to get in touch with us on our social medias. You can find me on Facebook under Suzanne Martin. You can also find me on the wreckage that remains of Twitter <laughs> at Hitler in Jeans. I think you mean x.com. X.com. Well, for goodness sake. Um, if you want to find me, um, go through Suzanne. Um, yeah, all good. If uh, you want to find the uh, podcast on Facebook, we are at uh, fb.com slash frithcastpod. Uh, yep. Uh, where you will find our little page with a little link to our Discord server, which is our virtual, 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 virtual campfire. campfire. You are more than welcome to come and join us there and talk, chat to us and to uh, the other lovely listeners. Have a drink, warm your knees, all that. Yeah, come um, on in. Kettle's It would be on. great to talk to you. Yeah. So, lovely listeners, thank you very much for joining us for this episode. We'll see you in a very short while for episode 166. C-L-X- V-I. There's your vowel. Oh, yeah. Thanks. See you then. Bye. Bye-bye.